Tyler, we are starting our industry updates off this morning with an update on the COVID vaccine. So Pfizer has announced that it has a COVID-19 vaccine en route. And based on some early but incomplete results, the vaccine may be as good as 90% effective. For comparison, the flu shot, which has to deal with multiple subtypes and strains, so it's not really a perfect one-to-one comparison, but the flu shot uh, has a vaccination that reduces the risk of flu illness by between 40% to 60% among the overall population. So the idea that a COVID-19 vaccine would hit 90% is turning a lot of heads. Pfizer has been developing the vaccine with German partner BioNTech for months now and supposedly is on track to file with the FDA for emergency use approval of the vaccine. Now, a lot of the COVID-19 vaccinations uh, are part of something called Operation Warp Speed, which was an initiative by the Trump administration to fund nearly uh, $2 billion into the mass production of a COVID-19 vaccine. However, Katherine Jansen, a senior vice president and head of vaccine research and development at Pfizer, tried to distance the company and the uh, COVID-19 vaccine development from Operation Warp Speed and from presidential politics in general. She noted that the company, unlike some of the other vaccine frontrunners, didn't take any federal money to help pay for the research and development of this vaccine, which is interesting. The study is still inconclusive. Uh, So for context, around 44,000 people are being used to test the vaccine. And some participants got the vaccine while others got a dummy shot. That's how they're running the trial. But for the vaccine to be 90% effective, what this means is that nearly all of the infections that occurred were in the placebo recipients because if the infections were occurring in the recipients with the actual uh, vaccine, then obviously the vaccine wouldn't be working. So that is most likely what's going on. However, we haven't had any uh, major confirmations from Pfizer. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who should be common knowledge at this point, he's our leading infectious disease expert in the United States, said the results so far were, quote, just extraordinary. He also said, quote, not very many people expected it would be as high as that, end quote. John Burkhart, he's Pfizer's senior vice president of drug safety, gave some more updates in an interview with the Associated Press. We're going to play a quick clip from him now, and then we'll get to our quick takes. Many of you have heard the good news. It's been in the national news, an interim readout from the ongoing study showing 90 plus uh, percent uh, effectiveness. That means protecting patients vaccinated from getting a COVID infection. An interim readout that included 94 patients with the 90 plus percent uh, protection rate against infection. The efficacy, uh, therefore, very strong. The safety component is still reading out. We would like to get at least 60 days post-second injection, two injections to immunize a patient. So a 60-day runtime and at least 6,000 of the volunteers in the study. We need a couple of more weeks to reach that milestone. Then we will have this interim safety readout. The manufacturability, quality, Those are ongoing, uh, looking very good. With this particular vaccine, no corners were cut. We followed this tried and true methodology that has worked so well for us in the past. So when the news was first announced, uh, Pfizer's stock shot up more than 8%. The S&P 500 gained about 1.2%, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose more than 800 points. 
So, Tyler, let's start with your quick take here. Based on everything we've gone over, what uh, what seems to be an important takeaway from your perspective? Well, I think the news that there is a vaccine on the horizon that does appear to be quite effective in terms of protecting its uh, recipients from contracting coronavirus seems to indicate that on some level, businesses need to have like a full reopening plan and an idea of what they want to do and how they want to approach the idea of perhaps a vaccine becoming widely available and then business maybe returning much more back to normal than it has been in the last seven, eight months at this point, right? And so I think that is a big thing, understanding how you want to attack your particular market once businesses are more open and uh, things are a little bit more back to normal. I think it's going to be a situation that is ripe for opportunities for businesses who have weathered this storm and are in a position. And I, I think there's also probably something to be said for businesses that are struggling at the moment now probably see a light at the end of the tunnel and think, all right, we need to hold on for just a little bit longer, right? And, and make sure that we can make it to that point when maybe life is able to return back to normal. And then finally, I think that this also exaggerates and exacerbates the need for everybody to take ultimate precautions now because how tragic would it be to contract coronavirus or have a family member pass away at this point when you know that a vaccine is out there that could potentially uh, protect everybody here in the near future. Um, I think everybody needs to probably double down on their efforts just to be safe during this time and ride out the end because like I said, there is a light at the end of the tunnel now. And so if, if you can wait just a little bit longer, um, there's the potential that, that you could be, uh, that, that things could be a lot better, right? Right, right. And, uh, you know, as uh, Mr. John Burkhart explained, things are still pretty up in the air. So as much as the 90% number is exciting, um, I, I think it also would be prudent to continue to be cautious and to not get too overhyped by that number because the study is still inconclusive. Uh, he said, you know, the safety component and the manufacturability component is like, quote, looking good, but that's not super detailed, right? We don't really know what that means at scale yet. Mm -hmm. So best to just stay cautious and see how this continues to play out. My quick take, Tyler, you know, I always like to uh, give a big picture analysis of stuff and we really don't have a lot of get into the nitty gritty of this, but I always like to give people a little bit of food for thought here. So I think it's always important to remember that even though this vaccine is in the public interest, the net result for vaccine trials and for um, uh, medication research and development usually plays out like this. Socialized losses, because mostly it's taxpayer dollars that are funding the research and treatment, and then privatized gains, where Pfizer and co. would reap major profits through stock increases. Now, I think in a lot of ways, we've come to see this as just a, a norm. This is how our system works. Uh, but I think it's always important to question, why does it have to work like this? And, you know, should it? Um, though this uh, treatment is going to be delivered free, uh, or at least Pfizer has said that they plan to make it free to the public, and even though um, Catherine Jansen, again, SVP of Vaccine Research and Development at Pfizer, said that they haven't taken any uh, government money or at least any warp speed money for developing the uh, vaccine, I, I think it's still important to understand that the results will be the same, which is massive shareholder profits. I mean, we saw it already, uh, an 8% boost in Pfizer stock. So 
I think it's always important to question some of the ethics of such an arrangement where so much of uh, the R&D system of our vaccine creation and just of our healthcare system in general lives in a privatized world and ask ourselves if major pharmaceutical operations and corporations absorbing the gains from releasing a critical vaccine is actually in the public interest. What can we really do about that in the short term? Not much, but uh, I think especially as, uh, you know, as the wheel continues to to churn, it's always good to keep these relationships in mind and think about, uh, is this how we should be you know, treating a massive uh, national priority for the future. Mm. I think that is wise counsel, Daniel. And it was also interesting to watch how the markets responded to the news of a vaccine, right? You saw Peloton stock go down. You saw airlines, cruise lines, places like that. You saw their stock go up. Planet Fitness's stock went up, which I thought was, you know, interesting as places that rely on people being in person or traveling or going places all saw a boost and things that were more at home related uh, saw a bit of a dip at this news. And so I thought that was interesting to note as well. Definitely. Last note, Pfizer's vaccine is among four other candidates that are part of the uh, broader studies in the United States and are still being tested in other countries as well. Another U.S. company, Moderna Incorporated, also hopes to file an application with the FDA later this month. 